0: Interrelationships are prevalent everywhere, especially in the wellness realm. We see it a lot. So for example, you know, the correlations between vitamin D and mental health the workings of the nervous system and the endocrine system, and even as far as just our physical bodies and our energetic bodies. So today in particular, we'll be discussing the energetic centers of our body and its correlation to our physical health. Let's get started. hello lovely people welcome to another episode of herbaceous conversations with back to a silly i'm your host gloria and this is a space to delve into the knowledge of plant medicine and empower you with practical and applicable information to enhance your well-being for more information visit the website at backtoasilly.com Hello everyone, I hope you guys are doing well today. Alright, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about how you can tap into your higher self using certain plants and herbs. Now, I'm sure you're familiar with your physical body, or at least I would hope so, (laughs) or at the least that you are exploring your physical self, right? So today we're going to be talking more so about the spiritual body and its interrelationship with our physical body. And I was actually reading an article the other day about how scientists are now speculating that our actual souls are separate from our physical bodies. You know, it was once thought that those two were intermingled somehow together. Um, But due to certain... um, stories about near-death experiences they're now starting to speculate that those two might be separate but before we get into these esoteric teachings i do want to mention biohacking um now biohacking can be as as extreme as implanting technology into your body somehow or it could be as simple as breathing differently So there's a huge range of biohacking and what that means. And this episode is more so about the nutritional aspect of biohacking. It's called, uh, what's the word? It's called neutrogenomics or neutrogenetics. Now, basically what that means is it's a little bit different from epigenetics. So neutrogenetics is basically how food, food substances, affect our bodies and our genetic expression. And even to the point where it can alter and change our genetic expression, which is kind of cool. So knowing that, okay, so let's delve into the esoteric uh, meanings behind this episode. So now chakras, Sure, you guys have heard of as well. So, we have this seven point system that we know of called the chakras, right? And in Sanskrit, this simply means a wheel or a disc, a vortex, really, of energy that swirls at certain points in our body. And we have primary chakras and external chakras, if that makes sense. So, we have they span from the base of our spine all the way up to the top of our heads. And they each have different names. Now the reason why I'm going into this is now we're going to be tapping into the higher self. Really I'm talking about the psychic centers of the body. And there are different teachings as to what this really means. And it all really depends on your background of teaching and what you read. And certain philosophies that you may adapt and apply. So that's the sh- now the chakra system that's um, in the Hindu community. And then there's also the and in in, the, in that philosophy teaching they they say that chakras and the psychic centers are two and the same. That they're basically the same thing. Now, according to the Rosicrucian philosophy. They say that these two are different. So they say more so that chakras reside more so on the physical aspect of our bodies. And the psychic centers are like, how do I say? It's an interface between the cosmic energies and our physical bodies, if that makes sense. So they think that, they say that the two are two entirely different things. Now regardless of teachings, I just wanted to give that background, regardless of teachings and philosophies, um, for the sake of this episode, really, um, take that information as is and apply it. Because generally, um, the results are the same, so you can take it how you like. Now, in the previous episode, was it the previous episode? No, the one before, where we talked about the nervous system and herbs, I had delved into the lymphatic system a little bit. So, in this episode, we're going to dive into it a little bit more. And because, and I'll explain why further in this episode. So, just for some general background information so, the lymphatic system. It is right, it underlies behind the circulatory system. And the main difference between the two is circulatory system, of course, hence its name, it's circulating, right, all the time. Versus the lymphatic system, it runs one way and it exits into the circulatory system. So they both work together. So the lymphatic system carries the lymph, this clear liquid, and this clear liquid holds numerous things. So it has white blood cells, a variation of white blood cells, and the role of this white fluid as it transports through the body. So it's responsible for removal of toxins, of course, which is what um, it's really, the lymphatic system is known for. But it's also what it does, it helps with the absorption and transportation of fatty acids. Um, You know, once it's, absorbed within the digestive tract and it's also the lymphatic system is also responsible for the general balance of fluids within our body which is kind of important so of course we have the blood you know that carries the life force of our body But then we have the lymphatic system which is the it, it maintains the homeostasis of fluids um and certain uh, compounds such as proteins because you know how do I say, a teeter of that balance will cause um, certain detriments to your health, which isn't good. So it helps maintain that balance between certain compounds within the body. Now, knowing this information, so let's delve into the psychic centers, right? So today we're going to hone in on the seven chakras, the seven energetic centers of the body. So from the top of the head down we have the crown chakra we have the brow chakra or the third eye and then we have the throat chakra the heart chakra the solar sacral and root chakra now each of these the, now what's interesting so if you are to take a diagram of the chakra system and overlay it with a diagram of the um, circulatory system actually you can take any I would say three but most importantly I would say the endocrine system um, the lymph system or the circulatory system any of those three diagrams and you overlay with the chakra system you'll see that the chakras overlay certain points certain glands of the body so which is important. I'll get into this as, as I explain, okay? Stay with me, stay with me. <laughs> now, starting from the crown chakra, I'll go through its correlations. So the crown chakra, which it has a, you know, each center has a circumference of coverage. Um, and within the circumference of coverage, of circumference of, co- of coverage, excuse me, on the physical body, It correlates to certain glands so the crown chakra correlates to the pineal gland Um, the third chakra corresponds with the pituitary the throat to the thyroid the heart to the thymus the solar to the pancreas the sacral to the gonads or the sex glands and the root chakra to the adrenal glands Now, those are the primary glands that it's correlated to. Of course, there are others within that spectrum that are also affected by these certain energetic centers. Now, why is this important? So, of course, we're talking about the interrelationship of things, right? So to see this overlay, right, of the chakra, of the energy centers with the endocrine system, the lymphatic system, and the circulatory system, which all work together to do numerous functions. What does this mean for us? Now, essentially, if you know, you know, let's say, for example, let me give an example of the thyroid, right? Let's say you're having... Issues, you know, you have a problem. I don't know. Let me see. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a an example that would. Let me see. So let's say, um, yeah, okay. So let's say you have trouble speaking up, right, or just saying what's on your mind. In general, now over time, this hindrance or lack of speaking, your you know, what's on your mind, will manifest in the body. Right? And uh, this is also backed by science because they're now saying, you know how they say how our mind, our mental state of being affects uh, our certain states of health and can fluctuate. So this is the same This is the same application, right, in regards to this example. So over time, you know, you're withholding what's on your mind and speaking, and this can manifest into different things um, to, you know, you may have enough, you may start to develop a sore throat or... A gland might start to protrude somewhere in your throat. Just small, subtle, physical signs will start to show up, you know, that correlate to the emotional body. That's basically what I'm trying to explain. I hope that explanation makes sense. So understanding this overlay and this understanding really the emotional and energetic body can help us detect these small subtle signs that our physical body gives us so that way we can apply preventative health measures even more so effectively you know once we get these subtle signs that's really where i'm going at with this episode so um knowing these correlations now how do we tie in food substances now these energetic centers have a certain color that's correlated with them. And you can take this color and apply it to foods and herbs as well. Um, but really, so uh, you can do that and then combine it with its energetic um, significance. So that makes sense. So we're going to start with the root chakra, right? So the root chakra, and I'll have, there will be a blog post. I'll put in the show notes that way if you need a background background information a background run through of chakras um, then that'll be available to you all right so looking at the root chakra now the root chakra is how we now of course we have there's the earth chakra that's below it and, and then we have the root chakra which establishes our connection to the earth that we live on right it's the grounding aspect between us and the planet so Knowing this, the herbs in nature that correspond to the root chakra are naturally very nutritious and grounding. So you have dandelion, uh, burdock, nettles. Um, Those are really three good examples of grounding herbs that correspond to the root chakra. If you take that further... And you look at the properties of those herbs, you can see a correlation between those herbs, the grounding herbs such as dandelion, burdock and nettles, and the adrenal glands, and how they balance you know cortisol function and uh, hormone production within the brain. going up, okay, so we have the sacral chakra, which is our how do I say our survival <laughs> our survival chakra which is cor- corresponds to our sexual nature so like i said we have the gonads there and at the same time so the solar the sacral and solar chakra herbs are going to be quite similar because they're in the general area of where the digestive system is so not only do you have the gonads you also have the pancreas there and the spleen which the pancreas, of course, is responsible for um, the excretion of enzymes. So that helps us break down certain compounds as we're eating. And then, of course, the spleen, which correlates to the lymphatic system, right? Mentioned earlier, which the spleen, it helps, um, what do I say? It helps our bodies produce blood when necessary. And it also is the recycling center of dead blood cells, really. So, I'll group those two together—the sacral and solar—in in, um, with the herbs. And these herbs and seeds actually you f- you find more so in culinary aspects. So this will be your fennel, the coriander, uh, what else? Basil, uh, different seeds that you apply to food, licorice even, and. Looking at those aspects of those herbs, the compounds of them, you can see the research done on them and how it applies to these uh, different glands, such as the pancreas and the spleen and the sexual gonads, and how it increases their efficacy in function. So those are the sacral and solar. Let's go to the heart chakra. Now the heart, as we said, it corresponds to the thymus. Now the thymus, I delved into this into a medical astrology reading on YouTube. Now the thymus, it grows with us. So it's, it sits right on top of our sternum and it's shaped like a butterfly. And what this thymus does is very, very important during our childhood age. So from the ages of Uh, toddlerhood really all the way up until we're preteen is when this gland is really developing and how our body responses how the immune system responses during that time of the body will determine its strength later on in our life so the thymus gland is really important and it's also in correlation with the lymphatic system and the endocrine system so knowing this um, certain herbs that res- that correlate to the heart chakra, of course. One of my favorites, actually, is hawthorn. Um, now, hawthorn is good not only for the energetic body, but on the spiritual aspect. Studies have shown that extracts of hawthorn, especially whether it's actually the leaf or the berry, um, that extracts of it help with um, heart... Uh, you know maintaining a regular heart rhythm as well as modulating uh, cortisol or cholesterol levels excuse me so that's Hawthorne there and then other berries and red hued herbs goji berries even correspond to the heart chakra all right let's move up to the throat chakra Now, that corresponds, of course, with the thyroid gland. Now, the thyroid, (laughs) y'all, the thyroid does a whole lot for a body. Um, And it also corresponds with the three systems that I mentioned earlier. So, the circulatory, the lymphatic, and especially the endocrine system. Especially, especially the endocrine system, you know, because it's a part of the hormone production process. Now the herbs found that correlate with the thyroid in nature are more so more of them most of them are found in the mint family so in there you have um lavender peppermint of course and red clover now moving up we have the third chakra which corresponds with the pituitary gland now the pituitary gland communicates quite regularly with the hypothalamus within the brain and that's because it's considered to be the command center of all hormonal function within the body or the main, the, you know, the major hormone excretions in the body. So that includes hormones such as serotonin, dopamine, even cortisol and many, many others within the body. It's a very important process, you know, or component, I should say, of the endocrine system. Now, the herbs that correlate to this center of the body include clary sage and other mint family herbs such as lavender um, as well. And then there's also mugwort and muleen. So, and these and those herbs... In regards to esoteric teachings, um, definitely correlate with the third eye and quote-unquote, you know, third eye awakening or third eye opening. Alright, and then from there, if we move on up, we have the crown chakra, which correlates to the pineal gland. Now, the pineal gland and the third eye chakra actually work... um, quite closely together as well as they're in similar parts of the brain and they have similar functions so the pineal gland is also a part of the endocrine system however what it's responsible for um, its primary functions include um, you know modulating sleep and our circadian rhythms so and that corresponds to the hormone melatonin uh, which helps us you know fall asleep <laughs> so the pineal gland there are certain herbs now these will be more so purple in color so of course you can think of lavender um, there's also lotus as well and then certain mercurian herbs that pertain to the mind and are stimulating apply to the pineal gland as well so that includes go to cola um, as well within that category Now, there are, I could write a whole list of herbs pertaining to these different energy centers and glands. Um, However, for the sake of this episode, I will have a graph available for you to view in the show notes um, that will be much more expansive than what we have gone over today. That wraps up today's episode about how to tap into our energetic bodies and really develop a relationship further with ourselves by incorporating different plants and botanicals. Now, if you're interested in diving deeper into this topic, we have a community going on on the website. It's kind of dead right now, but it's gonna be revamped quite soon, but you are more than welcome. I invite you to join us and log in The website is backtoasilly.com forward slash tribe, where we discuss topics such as these, as well as African folk medicine, different practical applications of herbal medicine, and so, so, so much more. So I hope to see you guys there. And thank you again so much for listening. And I'll catch you in the next week's episode.